0: Hello and welcome to Easy Operations episode 22. I am Ron. Back. Back at it. Back in the director's chair. Not just kidding guys. Uh, And I'm joined by James. Mr. Mr. Summerslam James. Mr. Summerslam. That's what they (laughs) call me. And then I'm also joined by Mondo Mr. NXT. Is that uh
1: sum it up? Uh why'd you give uh, him the cool yeah, name? <laughs> well, I had
2: to give you the good Mondo's oh, cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. you there the you cool go. <laughs> you're big time, James. You're the main <laughs> roster. Yeah, exactly. You're John Cena, you're Mr. SummerSlam. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, guys, we've been we've been mentioning these things because this is pretty much what I would say composed the bulk of not so much our weekend, but Sunday I mean it was just actually no 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 I take it back because it was a Saturday and Sunday situation so it was just a weekend of wrestling needless to say there's so much to talk about so starting with WWE NXT takeover this was in uh, Brooklyn why don't we go ahead since there's so much to talk about and kind of narrow it down for us why don't we go ahead and talk about the lows and the highs so something you like something you didn't like Mondo we'll start with you
2: Alright, something I didn't like, uh, and it's becoming a repetitive theme right now, it's these, ah, man, sometimes these fans, you know, I don't know if it was on the NXT, but I did notice this uh, on Sunday's uh, pay-per-view, SummerSlam, Uh, the beach ball craze. um, I think that was a low. That was on
0: SummerSlam? That Um, was on SummerSlam, okay, so I'm
2: getting them confused. Man, (laughs) on weekend. Um, You know what, honestly, to tell you the truth, then, for NXT, uh, no lows. Everything was high impact. There was a, a bunch of highs. And spoiler alert, my biggest high came with former Bully Club member who got killed off on The Elite, Adam Cole, baby, showed up at the end of the show, and, you know, he did his thing, man. What about you guys?
0: Okay, well, for me, uh, I think my low was probably the main event, Um, although they had great entrances. I don't know that it really, um, you know, brought home the show, so to speak. It really seemed like they were just... Trying to get their payoff at the end with Adam Cole, who I didn't know about. I had to look it up, but I see he's a he's a big deal guy. What? <laughs> so, but it'll be what? interesting to see. Hey, man, I, I'm not familiar with who he is. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. And I guess my high for me was uh, I was a fan of the women's match and uh, and the tag match as well. I was a big fan of those. Um, so that's probably my highs. I, and I really like just kind of like Nikki Cross getting involved and taking it like the sandwich when both of them like. Slam into the barricade and her, and and she took it for the team. So then they were able to win, and you got new champions. Insanity. So that's probably uh, one of my highs for me.
1: And uh, for me, I would agree with Ron. And I'll actually, on both occasions, uh, the lows. Even though, while it's not, it's a uh, misleading. It's not. It wasn't a bad match. It just wasn't the greatest on the card. Which would be the Bobby Roode and uh, Drew McIntyre match. But the highs were definitely the Asuka and Ember Moon. That was probably match of the night, probably match of the weekend. Maybe um, we'll discuss about that if you guys, you know, oh, we're yeah. catching the SummerSlam uh, discussion. But uh, that was my overall thoughts from top to bottom. Solid pay per view. Well, let me ask you this, James. Given that Asuka is not losing
0: to anybody, what do you what do you want to see her do with this title?
1: I want the streak to go on, bro. But she's got to come up to the main roster at some point, right? Right, but I would say if I were to book it for her to go main roster, she would lose it to Ember Moon and in, uh, in Three Pete. So on the third match. Okay, yeah, the, the, the rubber match. So I like that. Right. Oh, I mean, there's no there's two losses, though, so technically not a rubber match, but <laughs> I would say You're in right. the, 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 the Charm
2: match. <laughs> <laughs> right. <All> right. <laughs> I'm going right. to get it this time, match.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go on to SummerSlam then. Uh, Mondo, I already know your low was the beach ball. Yes, these fans yes. are out of hand. They're they're trying to kind of take the show into your hands. And uh, it sucked. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, tell people what happened there.
2: So, during the tag match, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, and I believe it was the uh, – it's escaping my mind. But uh, they were in a tag match. You know what? Cesaro goes into the crowd, grabs the beach ball, just kind of tears it up, you know? It's just like, hey, man, you know, letting know that these fans, it's like, if you want to do that, perfectly honest, man, just get outside, leave. Let us do our thing. There are people who want to watch us wrestle, and I applaud him for that, because what they do is not easy. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't lose focus. You should pay attention to them. Also, another low was, uh, we may not see this, but in the pre-show... It was, uh, what was it, the Hardy Boys and someone else versus the Miz and the Miztourage yes. performing to, like, about two people. Like, come on, WWE booking, you know, if you're going to put them on the pre-show, if you're not going to let the doors open on time and, and, you know, you're letting your performers go out to pretty much an empty auditorium, then you might as well send them back to the, you know, the indies, you know? That's, well, like, it, I got a it, little background on that them. one. <laughs> uh,
0: apparently, they didn't let anybody in until, like, the bell rung. And then they started letting people in. It was just a bad organization. And so even if they're trying to come in, it had happened already. And because I I guess the the result ended so quickly, a lot of people didn't even get to see it.
1: Mm -hmm. And And I felt bad for the performers because it's like it's it's, it's a big pay-per-view and they're coming out and (laughs) literally see no one in the crowd. I don't even know if they knew that people weren't being let in, but it it almost felt like they're an afterthought match due to them being thrown out so soon. Exactly. All right. Well, what was your high, Mondo? Oof. Was there really any highs in this
2: thing, except uh, you know, um, I think my high was just you know, again, I'm gonna go back to Cesaro, just getting that beach ball, getting the people's attention, like, hey, stop the, you know, stop this nonsense, and pay attention to the performers (laughs) because the and Highs were both the same. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was the same. it was was one of the same for me, man. It was one of the same. You know, but um, honestly, this. This pay-per-view lacked a lot of things. I thought it was going to be huge. You know, dubbed the biggest event or the biggest party in the summer or something like that or something close to that.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be like WrestleMania Jr. Yeah,
2: and it wasn't. I just felt certain matches were rushed. Certain matches didn't even seem like a match. It seemed like more of an exhibition. And it's just like, let's you know, I'm not sure if it's creative or the guy's booking, but uh, it's like, come on, guys. Let these guys work. You know, you're in the main roster. That's why you got all these guys lined up, ready to – ready and hungry who want to come up, take your chances. That's just me, though. All right.
0: Well, for me, my high was the main event. Uh, To me, this really kind of made everything worthwhile. It was a great, strong match from everyone. I like that uh, Braun Strowman comes in and just and kudos to Brock Lesnar, who's just selling it and making Braun Strowman look like a million bucks. He's going through tables. He's crashing through the walls. All this stuff. And then I like the whole aspect of he's so messed up that he's got to go get carted off something you never seen before on Brock Lesnar. And then he makes his triumphant return. So I thought that was an excellent match. But I think overall, perhaps one of my lows is just the general feeling that I got the general quality. Uh, this is probably now the third or fourth time in a row that the NXT event that is the night before is significantly better than the WWE. You know, main roster product. And that's just a little disappointing because these, this is the biggest thing. This is what people see on the worldwide screen. And, uh, it's just not as, as good. And, you know, you have like these matches, like, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, Randy Orton being, uh, Rusev within seconds and just, uh, a good New Day match with the Usos being put on the pre-card. and just It was just all over the place. So uh, it just wasn't of the overall product I was a little bit disappointed with. James, what about you?
1: Yeah, and my lows, <laughs> it's like, how many lows can I list here? There's so many. <laughs> like 90% of the pay-per-view was just a disappointment. And to me, the biggest high, and I thought was the best match of the night, was actually the on the pre-show, which is the Usos versus... Um, The new day. It's so sad that these guys put such a such a great match and and quality effort and the whole crowd was into it, but it was all relegated to a a portion of the show, which people may not even have seen. It could have easily replaced all these filler matches, like like you mentioned, uh, Randy Orton versus Rusev or John Cena versus Baron Corbin, pretty much worthless shows. And and this was for a belt, nonetheless. Um, Or the grifter doing his guitar. Yeah, we have to do guitar. But, uh, you know... You wanna walk with Elias? <laughs> overall, mediocre pay-per-view. Uh, definitely check out that tag match. I would say the main event... Um, I would say sec- is the sec- second best match. Uh, it was really more top-heavy in that match where all the big spots were in the beginning and it kind of of dragged on in the second half because they weren't really doing much wrestling. It was just um, kind of a spot fest in the beginning and then just, uh, I guess, a brawl uh, after the fact. But... Overall, an easily skippable pay-per-view. All right. Well,
0: uh, Mondo, anything else you've been up to?
2: Uh, Got really hammered over the weekend, and I tried doing uh, fantasy football while watching SummerSlam. Overall, everyone, you know, do your research if you're planning to do uh, your NFL fantasy draft. Uh, I didn't really do much, but overall, Yahoo Sports gave me a a B rating. So here's hoping I get to win the uh, trophy. If not, the person who comes at the very, very bottom of the ranking or the standings has to dress up like a woman. Okay,
0: that's an interesting stipulation you guys yeah, chose. Yeah. You guys that's...
2: really wanted to do that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, there was this one guy, like one of our brother's friends. It was crazy. He goes, hey man, hey man, you know, uh, why don't you put on makeup? I'll help with that. Everybody's like looking at him, like, and his name is Joe. We're like, Joe, you know, you're getting a little carried away here. But nah, that'd be funny, man. It's like. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right, well, whatever whatever makes you guys have a great time.
0: No judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, I think for everyone, we're going to primarily be heavy on our news, but we feel like we picked some good topics this week, so we didn't get a chance to go to the movies. Um, But James, you got to watch The Defenders, and are you a man of your word? Did you binge this season? And how was it without spoilers, obviously, because – I, myself, unfortunately, didn't get a chance to watch
1: it. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, Finished all eight wait. episodes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all Man right. my word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, overall, it was a solid season, to be honest. I expected a little bit more. There was a slight disappointment in the overall uh, story and what could have been. But it was still an entertainment, entertaining series that went by pretty fast. After the first two episodes, uh, the rest just kind of flows because only eight overall. And kind of wish they went a different route, but it looks like they're finishing up a particular storyline from Daredevil and Iron Fist. But uh, it seems to lead off a new start, kind of like a fresh start for all the characters after the end of the season. So uh, worth the watch, especially if you're a fan of the series. But I wouldn't say it's the top tier of uh, the Netflix Marvel, um, you know, shows. Okay, and uh, Mondo, how
0: far did you get into this series?
2: Oh, I finished. Um, oh, you
0: did? Nice.
2: I nice. manned up. I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch it. And uh, I agree with James. Uh, you know, it felt at some portions, you know, the story uh seemed a bit rushed. Um Like I said, I don't know if you guys uh, got my text, but I was like, after episode one, I was kind of scratching my head, like, you know, where is this leading to? And then uh after episode two, it just kind of starts picking up. And then once it does that, it just kind of like, ends abruptly. It's just like, hey, you know, eh, we're done. With, you know, it's kind of like to say, hey, we're done with the story. Let's just move on. Uh,
1: Character. I'm kind of happy though co- that it end, ended that specific storyline, though, yeah. because it, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it already appeared in two other shows. I don't need to, you know, continue on with the story any further. Start with something fresh, or at least uh, a little bit more grounded. Because uh, I don't know if you agree, Mondo. It since it, it's it's this is the like probably. Pretty comic booky in comparison to the shows, which are a little bit more grounded. Um, I would say for, uh, with the exception of maybe the second half of Luke Cage, but it felt very like it felt like more like Arrow than it did uh, the Netflix series. Do you maybe do you get what I'm trying to get at? Like it, it didn't feel it didn't have like the grounded feel of the of like, the first season of Daredevil or Jessica like, Jones. I would, I
2: would say it didn't have the charm. I guess you know it had more of a dark feel to it, more serious tone, like Arrow. I guess you could say, maybe. Yeah. Or
1: am I kind of? It was definitely the most violent of all the yeah.
2: shows. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Well, let me and, ask and,
0: you, you know, guys this: uh, for someone who chose to skip Iron Fist,
1: uh, am I going to be out of the loop a oh, lot? Oh,
2: No.
1: <laughs> okay. No. I wouldn't say a lot. Um, they kind of fill you in a lot of the of what you know Iron Fist's purpose or what he's trying to do in the story okay, and what he's been doing in the series. But there is side characters uh, that are involved with iron fist that are actually better than iron fist. Um, like his specific series, side characters uh, that are a lot more interesting. And if you wanted to know more about this particular character, uh, you may have to watch the show, but she's the best part of iron fist, the show. And she's, the better of the half of in Defenders. Uh, is, She's is, single.
2: Um, She can be the best part of my life.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That so sounds like you guys are fans.
0: Okay. Um, nec- next up uh, here is... Uh, who watched Robotech Saga? I see this on the outline, Oh, guys. that was me.
2: That would be an old 1980s anime. Basically, it's a, uh, a cool mecha anime. So it involves like gigantic robots, like F-16 turning into gigantic robots quick synopsis of this anime basically this alien uh, ship crash lands on earth in 1999 I'm using very specific years on this (laughs) and uh, basically um, you know I guess the uh, United Earth government they were in a like this crazy civil war they built around this uh, alien crash ship then all of a sudden like about 10-15 years later it just like automatically starts going haywire and then you know crazy stuff happens So it's basically uh, the aliens are back, they're trying to regain the ship, but also there's something within the ship that's called protoculture, and basically the crew of the STF-1, which is the name of that alien ship, which was renamed by the United Earth Government, um, they do like a a warp, so they pretty much warped the ship and an entire city out into outer space near Jupiter, and it's basically following the... Uh, a few characters, mainly Rick Hunter, who's a uh, a flyboy. He does like the air circus. and Then he's thrown into this intergalactic war, and you just see him kind of mature. This there's this love triangle between him and right. Minnie. Let, let me ask you it's this: just what, a bunch of great stuff. What I, made I you
0: know. go back to this? Because you you you're very familiar with it. You've already seen it before. I'm guessing, right? What made you go back to it? Um.
2: There was a lot of things that made me go back. Uh, I was reading up on a couple of things where, uh, like, I guess this other anime called Gundam. uh, I'm going to watch that too. But from what I hear over in Japan, that they're going to remake the original series using, you know, state-of-the-art technology with all the advances that they have right now. So I'm waiting for that. And you know what? I'm just like, you know what? There was another anime that that I really enjoyed, and one of them was Robotech. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. It's on Netflix. It's also on Amazon Video. And it's great. I highly recommend it. So it holds up. It still holds up. I like the the 80s animation style. I don't think it's crude. (laughs) But since I did grow up on it, uh, I enjoy it.
0: Okay, sounds
1: good. Uh, James, are you familiar with Robotech? Uh, Yeah, I saw this when I was younger. This show came out when we were kids, pretty much. And it was pretty much like a lot of people's um, introduction to anime because, like, wow, this is cool, cool designs, cool uh, thing. What drew me into it at the time when I was younger is not only uh, these—they're the main concept of the show is that these planes can turn into robots, and that was a cool thing at the time, you know? And then the main character had a sweet-ass helmet where the visor comes down almost like in... Um, uh star wars new hope you know how uh, luke gets that one visor that just like slides down or one of his uh teammates does i don't know if he does i forget but it just looked cool you know the uh, the designs were really cool and um i remember watching it back when i was little i have very fond memories of it and uh you know i i may want to check it out again one day it's been a very very long time all right (laughs) All right, well, that's going
0: to do it for our TV shows. Now let's get into news. we got a lot to cover here, and let's uh, start out with a Punisher Netflix series. So this is a spinoff. Punisher made his appearance in Season 2 of Daredevil. That's where you can see his origin story. And now they're giving him his own series. Uh, it was a teaser trailer. I'm interested in this. I'm going to see how it goes. Um, but it, uh, we don't learn very much from this teaser,
1: but I'm interested. What do you guys yes. think? same here it's coming out soon in november so you don't have to wait too long uh did you like this version of punisher when he was on daredevil
0: yeah um i I feel like i gotta see more of him and and he he's a good actor um but i don't know that he just had the i guess i want to see more of him in the costume and more of his purpose whereas he he was playing more of a you know kind of crazy person in this one
2: so
1: <laughs> that actor is uh, good at playing crazy I he's yes always he catching
2: as type dolph, <laughs> yeah i want the dolph london punisher to come back
1: that's the one i like. that was good that yeah first yeah, right. person was awesome <laughs> and, and this one looks kind of like that same vein where it looks like it's gonna go into straight into the violence so i have high hopes for this so we'll see how it goes okay Um, next up, this is interesting, is there's
0: not one, but two Joker movies that are being planned. Okay, the first one is a Joker and Harley movie, um, and this is going to be starring Jared Leto and Margot Robbie, and they're basically going to be taking on the same characters, and this is going to be like this little love story, criminal love story, and uh, let me tell you who some of the people are associated with it. It is, uh... Let's see. John Ficara and John Requa, who direct and executive produce the NBC dramas This Is Us and who also wrote Crazy Stupid Love. Anybody watch those movies or watch those shows? Ah, uh, This uh, Is Us is good. Yeah. Okay. I've actually, and, and Crazy Stupid Love. The movie, they're both good. Okay. Uh, and then the second one. Well, let's start with this one first. Let's see, so we, we can keep it split up. Mono, what do you think about this one? Are you in or out?
2: Um, I'm actually in. I, I know he gets a lot of heat for his portrayal as a Joker. Uh, but I'm interested. I'm, uh, I want to see where they can take this whole, like you know, uh, there's that Bonnie and Clyde type of uh, romance. Yeah. And
1: we'll see, we'll see what happens. James? Yeah, I mean, I wish they could have started over again. Um, but if they're going to continue with those two characters, at least they already have a, a, a pre-existing history between the two it'll be nice to fill in the gaps of of how or uh, how she falls in love with the Joker because their introduction in Suicide Squad is already like post uh I don't know like love affair with each other and already I don't know in the relationship so it'll be nice to fill in the gaps but honestly I think this movie's unnecessary
0: yeah the thing is is that you just didn't see much of the Joker and when you did see him he had this awkward relationship with With Harley in a way that wasn't quite like you would see in the shows of the comic. And it just was a little, like, scary. But I guess that's the point. And I don't know. I am i don't know about this one. So I'll see. We'll wait for the reviews on this one. Uh, But the other one, I think it's a little more interesting. And I think had gotten a bit more uh, feedback from people that I was seeing on Twitter. Which was in a Joker movie. And this one here is... uh, Filmmaker Todd Phillips, who did The Hangover. Okay, so he's going to co-write and possibly direct an origin movie of Joker. And uh, he's going to co-write the script with the guy that wrote 8 Mile. And here's this. Different actor. And he's not really constrained to be in this storyline that they're doing for DC right now. Now... This was the discussion point, and I want to get you guys' take on it, which was, you remember in The Dark Knight Returns, and that they were really making this joke that he, the Joker would say his origin story, but it was never the same thing, and ultimately it didn't matter, and that's what made him more mysterious. So how do you feel about this now
1: giving him some type of definitive uh, origin? Eh, this is where it gets a little confusing, because I don't know what DC is thinking, or what they're doing with their cinematic universe because now it seems very inconsistent to having a joker movie with Jared Leto, a joker movie that doesn't fall in line with the dc universe i don't know what i guess it works in that way where it can do its own original story original origin for this particular joker um that part i'm a little shaky on but i am curious because it does have some big names behind this uh did you mention martin scorsese oh yeah
0: yeah 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 let me uh
1: (laughs) so yeah he's a that's a you know not a small name in the in Hollywood sphere so I'm curious to hear his take if it was less especially if it's gonna be separated from the d c cinematic universe i'm curious to know which version of the joker they're going to uh create and which version of the origin they're gonna go with. I know in the comics um in the next i think year or so they they had there's a big event where they're actually gonna show the origin of the Joker, but that is also a version of the Joker that's maybe not tied to the previous universes of the Joker that we may be accustomed to. So um, maybe just going alongside with that comic. So we'll see how it is. I If he's going to be the main character, I, I bet it's going to be more kind of like that sympathetic uh, turn to the dark side type of movie. Uh, or at least what gets him there. Because um, my understanding... The one that I'm familiar with, in terms of origin, is when he was originally uh, part of the Red Hood gang, and then like ran into the Joker, not ran into the Joker, Ran into the yeah. Batman, um, who got him into the into the thing. But then there's the other versions where he's uh, what's the name, Jack something or I forgot what it was. Not is it Jack Napier? Yeah, that the Batman. Yeah. The Tim Burton ones, yeah. Jack Napier. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's multiple ver- varieties of <clears throat> Joker. So I'm curious to know which uh, take they go with. Um, Well, let me make one
0: correction before I go to you, Mondo, which is uh, there was one report that stated that Scorsese would be producing the project, uh, but the sources tell the Hollywood reporter that his involvement is far from assured. So it is not 100% that he is associated Uh, with this project.
1: Well, that 50% drop in interest then. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm going to see it. We're all going to see it. We're nerds, so we'll see it regardless. But my hope for it of being good, uh, maybe, you know, got shot down a little bit there. All right, Mondo, what do you say? Uh this will be an
2: interesting take. Uh just like James said, there's so many takes on the origins of the Joker. Um let's just hope they don't necessarily, you know, quote unquote mode uh drop the ball on making his origin a little too much. Um it has to be something where along the line like, you know, like James said, it's something where you want to feel kind of sorry for the guy and, you know, just kind of like he had to do his own thing and just kind of like went insane uh, to that to that fact. It's just, I just, here's the thing. Everybody has their own Joker in their uh, respective generation. You know, you got George Romero. You got, who was it? Um, Jack Nicholson. Uh, He's oh, Ledger. He's, He's Ledger, thank you. Yeah. And Jared Leto. Leto kind of dropped the ball on everybody's expectations of the Joker. I think DC's uh, trying to compensate for that. Mishandling of the Joker, so to speak, and they're like, you know what, we got to get everybody back on board on the Joker. It's like, no, you shouldn't have done that in the first place. But I guess they're gonna go through with this movie. Uh, it's just, I'm not gonna expect anything big. I'm just gonna see where they go with this until the movie comes out. It's either gonna be, it's gonna be hit or miss, to be honest with you.
1: Well, and the the thing is, is what is this gonna lead to if, if it's not part of any universe? Yeah, exactly. Uh, if they do a sequel or whatever. Like, oh, if it's going to introduce Batman or whatever, what part, what universe is this? Is like, it's going to go alongside with the DC current one. Well, listen to
0: this. So the project is intended to be a part of a still developing label for Warner's DC entertainment properties that will include projects that could stand apart from big, massive tent poles that are tied to each other in a shared universe. So it's kind of like, you know how you're going to have like a Logan and it's not involved with the X-Men movies, so to speak. Uh, you know, kind of like side stories. So to me, that's what makes it more interesting. And if I had to pick between which one I'd rather see more, it's probably this one. I'm okay with the origin story because, you know, it's just a take on on it. And it's they're not saying it's the definitive one, but let's see what they have to do. And this is, to me, more interesting uh, than the Harley Quinn one. So we'll see. I agree. Well, that's question. Gonna,
2: yeah, are they
1: going to have, like, Deathstroke cover his mouth or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one last question, Ron. Maybe, maybe you guys give me your take. Is he going to be the Joker by the end of the movie or not? I would say very, maybe halfway
0: or very early on because that's what you're going to pay money for. He has to be the Joker fairly quickly.
1: Okay. I'm just
2: curious. Nah, I think towards the end would be a lot better.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, that Go would around. be cool. Imagine if I'm it's like the last frame and he's barely the Joker. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That would be you like... Mean- you mean like Vader in uh, Episode 3? Oh, where my goodness. Like, <laughs> where, where is Padme? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is she okay? Oh, well, look, guys, speaking of Star Wars, James, nice transition, buddy. Uh, an Obi-Wan movie is in the works, apparently. Um, <laughs> and so this is uh, Stephen Daldry. Uh, he was the Oscar-nominated director behind Billy Elliot and The Hours. I didn't see either of those movies. But he's going to be doing this... Uh, Movie here, and uh, there's no script yet. But okay. what do you think of this movie? Like, haven't we already seen a lot of Obi Wan in the movies and in the side stuff? Like, why not explore another character?
1: Uh, I agree in that they could at least do another original story, kind of like Rogue One. Yeah. But um, maybe there's a lot of story to tell between episode three and four. That's what I'm speculating with this announcement. Because there is that large gap between, you know, the the last of the prequels and to episode four. Uh, Maybe we'll see where he went, you know, why he, we know why he went hiding, but we don't know what he did there. Like, why he stayed on Tatooine, why he can't leave. Um, I'll be curious if that's the route they'll take, or do you think they're doing another young Obi-Wan story? Or do you think it's gonna be a ghost Obi-Wan story? That would be sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Where It's like modern Obi-Wan um and he's just like haunting people i don't know well i will say that despite me being skeptical about it
0: i'd like to think that the star wars franchise so far have a great track record with me and they really do make these like premium movies and and even if they're not going to blow you away they're solid and entertaining uh so i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about it what well,
1: which like which uh
0: storyline like what would you want from this movie i uh, it has to be the only thing they haven't covered is like you
1: said be- between star wars three and four would you want awin mcgregor to come back because he's age appropriate no. for it no. no you don't like awin mcgregor it, i thought he was the only one that was decent in the in the prequels i don't know i just associated him with the prequels too much <laughs> i see i see <laughs> but then the prequels <laughs> are canon them. bro they are they canon
0: unfortunately <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't want to hear him say, I have the high ground. You were the chosen one. You were the chosen one.
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Mondo, what about you?
2: Oh, yeah. Let's get on to the next subject.
0: <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> zero interest from Mondo here with the no sell on the uh, on the Obi-Wan movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is apparently, I didn't know that this needed to happen. But there's going to be a reboot of the Hellboy franchise. And Now, as this report goes, the comic creator Mike Mignola uh, and the studio who owns the right to the movie, apparently they had other plans rather than to make a third movie. And it was announced earlier this year that he would be co-writing a new Hellboy reboot to be directed by the guy that did The Descent, Neil Marshall. And uh, with this guy from Stranger Things, David Harbour... I don't know which character we gotta look him up, guys. I don't know who he plays in Stranger Things, and he's he's the cop. Oh, he's, he's the, cop. the main cop
1: guy. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, and he's
0: gonna be filling the role of the uh, of Hellboy himself. Um, so two things to discuss: a. What do you think about this guy? And then number two, apparently this uh, this guy that was from Deadpool, Ed Skrein, is gonna be playing this Asian character um, who. Is I don't know the, the Hellboy comics that well, but he's a straight up Asian guy, but it's now being produced, <laughs> it's not being acted <laughs> by a British guy. So, you can comment on either one, you take your pick.
1: Well, let's first start with the Asian thing here, because I'm the only Asian in the room. <laughs> 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 I, you know, uh, it, it, I'm, I've now realized it's like anything major Hollywood produced. Um, this is expected of it now they, it's not going to be something that's going to they're going to change immediately overnight there's so many Asian actors that they can uh, you know course. cast for these roles and you know they choose not to which whatever I'm kind of over at this point it would be nice if they uh, eventually progressed and move forward with that but that's something to be seen eventually hopefully and this one sadly is not the case um, in terms of the actual new movie or reboot I would have preferred a part three. I really like um, Ron Perlman as Hellboy, and I like Guillermo del Toro, but uh, I guess because des- decisions had to be made where they have to start over on the project. But at least I actually approve, well, me personally, I actually like the choices they made uh, for the director and for um, the Hellboy guy. Because uh, I was like, oh, no one could do it, but you know, Ron Perlman, he looks perfect for it. But then when I think about it, the, the cop guy from Stranger Things can fit that, physique and look and his mannerism pretty well so i'm looking forward to it i really like the director um he made one of my favorite low budget um horror movies back in the day called dog soldiers which was like black hawk Do- black hawk down versus uh werewolves which is pretty cool um and he made descent which is one of the best you know um i guess you could say survival horror movies uh, where these girls go into a cave and then there's like things in there Um, And he made a a good Mad Max style film uh, not too long ago. I forgot the name of it, Uh, but that was a pretty, he has a pretty solid record with these type of genre movies. So looking forward to it um, and have, you know, pretty good expectations for it. What about you guys? Um, True. I'm not familiar too much
2: with the uh, Hellboy. I mean, I know the main character, Hellboy. Um, Not too familiar with these uh, actors, especially the one on uh, The Sheriff. Or the police officer uh, in Stranger Things. I'm looking at his photo right now. He, You know what? He does fit the bill. I'm trying to draw on him using paint with the little horns and stuff. Um, so with that out of the way, that might be a good, you know, casting decision there. Uh, and as for... What is this? It's Screen? Screen? Or whatever. Uh, you know, I got to agree with James. It's just one of those things Hollywood, you know, just does it because they're Hollywood, unfortunately. And uh, maybe one day they'll just uh, stop doing that. But until then, uh, unfortunately, as a moviegoer, we're just going to have to, you know, sit down and live with it. But if uh, you people do care about that, then I would say make your voices heard. That's the only way they'll listen. But I am excited. I am excited. and I will watch this when it comes out.
0: Yeah, fair enough, uh, Mondo. I think you, you summed it up best. It's like you got to vote with your wallet. If you do feel like that is something that really bothers you, don't see the movie. Um, now that being said i'm interested in this i th- I really loved Hellboy 2. It had a great style to it, and just you know Guillermo del Toro just makes great looking movies and uh you know, but i don't know about this I haven't seen any of those movies that you mentioned James <laughs> I really haven't so i don't know you should I don't check it out they're pretty good yeah okay i'll consider it so we'll see I want to see what this looks like um but obviously if the creator of the of Hellboy is involved. So it's got to have some kind of, you know, good good quality to it. So we'll see. Uh, But yeah, it's unfortunate that uh, we can't get more diversity in these movies, unfortunately. One day. Yeah. Okay. One day. Uh, And that's going to do it for our TV and movie news. And now we're getting into games. And James was the only one that was busy this weekend uh, playing video games. Uh, And he got... Sonic Minion, I want
1: to know what system you picked this up for, James. Got this on a Nintendo Switch. Okay,
0: before you start out, I want to point out to the listeners, I had this pre ordered I was excited about it because it was this... I love little statues and and cool stuff to put on my bookshelf. And they had this Sonic statue that was going to be sitting on top of a Sega Genesis and it even made a little noise that said, Sega, when, when you would turn it on, just like when you would turn on the Genesis game. But as we came closer to it... And, and, and by the way, and I got a great deal for it. it, Was this was the limited edition of the game, and I was going to get it for like 43 bucks. Uh But I realized that, or I found out that this was like 12 feet tall, and the Genesis that he sits on top of is like true to scale. And it was just going to be this monster on the shelf. And I'm like... I don't need that, that, I'm not that much of a fan of Sonic to be having this <laughs> be the focal point of my bookshelf. So, you know, I thought it was going to be... overshadows all your other statues. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, if it was like just, you know, five, six inches tall, I'd be into it. I still would have kept it. I canceled the pre-order. At that point, I'm going to just wait for
1: the game goes on sale. It's been getting good reviews. James, what do you think? Um, I don't have too much to say at this moment. I've only played a few zones in here, but right off the bat, man, it hits you right in the nostalgia and just plays just as you remember. It's so good, um, especially like the little short segments that I played in the beginning because they kind of throw you in a remastered version of uh, the original Green Hill Zone and uh, one after that. But other than that, it seems like it plays perfect. Uh, the graphics are definitely better than Genesis. Uh, from what I read is that they intended the graphics to be, or they were mandated by Sega to not be, uh, to be better than uh, Sega C- Sega CD, but not as good as Saturn. I'm not sure why they mandated that, but maybe for nostalgia. Um, in fact Because uh, f- this game was actually fan-made. Um, they outsourced it. That's why there's two Sonic games that are coming out this year, Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania was actually outsourced by uh, to people that, I guess, made um, ports of the original games or were like huge fans. I forgot the name of them, but um, you could t- definitely tell they know their material and they finally delivered what the fans wanted. I'm surprised Sega even did that and highly enjoyed. I love it on my Switch. I can bring it on the go, continue to play it. I'll uh, report more next week. I'll actually have two games. It'll be Sonic Mania and uh, New Uncharted. Oh, nice! You're gonna pick that up. I have a friend that let me borrow his account, so I'm gonna play that. Uh, okay. That way.
0: All right. Um, mm-hmm. And Mondo, are you have any interest or do you have nostalgia
1: for the Sonic games? No. <laughs> well, whenever, uh, whenever you come by or, or hang out with you again i'll I'll bring my switch you should that you should just try it i think you'll love it
0: yeah I, I think i will love it too and like i said there's a lot of stuff that is coming out and you know i just i know it's going to go on sale so i'll just pick it up then uh, but i definitely am interested in it. it's been getting solid reviews um all right well that was going to be it let's get into some game news we got quite a bit uh we were very excited we tuned in on sunday for the games con press conference uh, I'll tell you what, though. I will complain about the conference that wasn't really a conference. It was like a little sit-down TV show. Am I right? Because I left halfway through it. Uh, but this is where they were going to announce the Xbox One uh, pre-orders. What was it? I kind of figured
1: I kind of figured it was going to be like this because every prior year was this format. Oh, and then, okay, that's I guess I never watched now. those. But... Um, <clears throat> But uh, the main draw was like, when are they going to announce the pre order? So that's how they kind of forced you to watch it. Um, and everyone knew that it was going to be at the end, but we still kind of like tortured ourselves by sitting there because that, 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 whatever it was, briefing was meant for the European crowd because they were kind of like catered to them in terms of the games that they were showing, like a lot of RTSs, a lot of build basing like a lot of <laughs> games you think Europeans love I guess over there where they sell well um because they were doing a lot of pc stuff too that's not even coming to the console yeah uh, um so definitely not worth the the briefing wasn't you know nothing worth to watch but Everyone got excited for the pre-order and, uh, you know, are you going to mention what they announced? Yeah, so or, basically
0: uh, they announced uh, that you can, pre- obviously you can pre-order the Xbox One X, but that the initial run of units are is going to be like a special edition. cost the same, $4.99, uh, but it was called the Project Scorpio Edition and that's a reference to what this was called when it was in development. I always thought that was a cool name. I was excited about it. I was a little disappointed in how it looked, and I'll describe it, which is basically it's going to come in a box that references the original Xbox, like the classic one, and I wish that decal or that graphic would have made it onto the actual box, because the actual console itself has a mesh little top, whereas the standard one is going to be smooth, and it's supposed to be a gradient going from uh, gray to black, but obviously those are colors that if the lighting's not right, it's going to look like the same thing. And a little writing on the side that says Project Scorpio Edition and same thing with the controller in green letters. It says that I was hoping for something with that will pop more on your shelf that could really identify like, whoa, that's that's something special. Um, like a
2: twelve foot statue of Sonic.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you know what? <laughs> like the Minecraft edition that they announced at that at that same event. Now this was for the regular Xbox. Okay, but say what you will about the styling of it, but at least it pops on your shelf, right? It's something it's a discussion <laughs> it's definitely, it'll definitely piece. It'll definitely pops pop too much know. off the shelf.
1: <laughs> and uh, I agree. I wish it was white, like the Xbox One S, because I think even the One S looks nicer than the black, the generic black. Um, but. Uh, the only, I agree with you, it's pretty much equivalent to a day one edition, yep. kind of like when we got this. So it's, it's just to uh, signify that we were there for the beginning, you know, and then also I guess we can call it the Scorpio because we were there for when it was called Scorpio. Uh, the only addition that I see to it that seems beneficial other than the color, if you're really into it, is uh, the stand. I guess that normally right, won't yes. come in. The vertical otherwise. stand. Yeah, now, the vertical do you, stand.
0: who's planning on doing their well i think we all pre-ordered it so uh but but, uh, who's planning on using this vertical stand nope not me i never put a console (laughs) vertical i'm too paranoid about it it's just not what i do uh now i think let we all got it from different places right like i ended up having success on uh, best buy i jumped in there as soon as james sent me the text i bought mine immediately um, but i wanted to go with amazon just cuz i like getting prime shipping it's easier to cancel if anything comes up uh i just it, it was never available for me um and mondo or and james what did you guys end up picking up yours
1: uh ended up getting at best buy as well okay
2: i ended up getting it on amazon wow so you got lucky there no actually uh james hit me up with the hey guys what was it Go of oh, order the scorpion now mm-hmm. man i like rush turn on my laptop and i'm like <laughs> boom there done <laughs> me too. Me too. I had I did it on my phone and I picked it up at
0: uh, at Best Buy. So, um, uh, looking forward to that. So we are in, guys. We are ready for the quote unquote next generation. That's not really a next generation, uh, but we're we're excited about this. And uh, no sooner will I get this than I'm gonna definitely pick up uh, a 4K TV. So um, I'm definitely in the hunt for one, and I'm looking for deals. Get that LG. Oh uh, yes, I want to. So still, still three thousand bucks. <laughs> and this the thing, and I guess I'll give this pro tip to everyone. Look, this console comes out what day, James? For the console, like November seventh. November seventh. Now, just wait a couple of weeks, guys. Don't don't feel like you need to get this thing now because on Black Friday is where you're gonna find the screaming deals on these TVs. So that's what you're I'm gonna, gonna find. Some people screaming, I uh, bet you that much. <laughs> Well, that's true, but you can pick up a lot of stuff online, though, so I will say that you don't have to go in-store to do it. And uh, that's what I'm going to wait for, and around that time is when I'll pick mine up, so hopefully by the end of the month.
2: But won't you be mad if somebody, like, you know, these uh, tech-savvy people using their bots and, you know, order all the TVs in the world? Thank you, Mondo. Uh, That is a a great concern of
0: mine because that's going to lead us into our next topic, which is uh, the other day Nintendo decided... Yeah, let's go ahead and launch our Super NES Classic. Um, and apparently they went out at late at night. One of them went out in the middle of the night, one of them went at 10 a.m. There was no warning. And guys, if you didn't follow Wario 64 on Twitter, I don't know how you could ever expect to do this. And I was I was at work because I got a job like a regular person. And I was just trying to check Whoa, Twitter. Hey, hey, hey. No, we all have jobs. <laughs> Some people are like, you know, they want to follow this anyway. Apparently it was gone in minutes. And I couldn't get in. And you would I would be checking that day. Now it's at Target. Nothing. 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 It just was insane. And come to realize that apparently there's this program you can buy that. Can basically spam these websites for you. It's like a a bot that can immediately put it in your cart and cash you out. So uh did any of us have any success?
1: No. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it sounds like a personal oh, problem to me. Oh, <laughs> man. I ended up getting oh, one oh, this oh, right <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. I was the one I was like, hey guys, <laughs> this is cl- the SNS classic is up. You should go right now. That and is then true. I that successfully got the SNES pre-order. So if you guys didn't listen to me when I told you guys, uh, <laughs> that's not my fault, guys. I ended up getting one. But I do agree with you guys. It is BS that Nintendo, I don't know what their strategy is in limiting supply or just not making enough of these things. They have to know somewhere that the demand is, so, is just like crazy. People want this thing. and yet they're making the uh, demand even higher by making it impossible to get and it's just inf- and, you know encouraging scalpers to raise the prices and screwing over people. I don't know, man. Is it just that they don't have that big of a production line, that they can make a Switch and the Classic? Because both of them are pretty hard to get. Uh, definitely not as hard as the SNES Classic, but I imagine that's because they make less of them. So, I don't know. What's up with Nintendo? Me, Maybe because not- they don't want
2: to make money? Uh, they're banking everything on their uh, Mario game for the Switch. I don't know. <laughs> no, but they can't. They can't. How are you gonna buy it if you can't even buy the system? Okay, so they're
0: definitely leaving money on the table. But to me, I really do think this is built into how they market things. To them, this is marketing. This is publicity. Look at all the headlines. Look at all the people talking about this. People going to be waiting in lines. When it comes out, you're going to be seeing news reports of people camping out in front of buildings to to buy these things, as you did last year for the NES Classic. This is all free publicity, free marketing money. And then what do you do? You Maybe you buy another Nintendo product that you can get. But they've been doing this for everything, man. It's just so annoying and you're seeing like a ton of like editorials come out saying don't reward them and i'm inclined to be like you know what screw you guys nintendo i'm not gonna be buying these things maybe because i can't any (laughs) other
2: products (laughs) any (laughs) other products then
0: well i gotta buy a couple things (laughs) (laughs) you're still letting
2: them win (laughs) i know i know So
0: so you're not gonna get a switch for mario um no, uh, no plans on getting a Switch for Mario. Uh, I'm going to have my hands full with this Xbox One X um, because a lot of the games, we didn't say this, but a lot of the games are going to be having patches that are going to give it uh, 4K uh, you know, visuals, including games that I didn't pass like Quantum Break, like Dishonored 2. Fallout uh, New Vegas. No, I'm sorry. Not New Vegas. Uh, Fallout New 4. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> a New crazy upgrade. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, so, and, and, of course, Destiny 2, um, which unfortunately was not on that list. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks, Bungie. But, uh, you know, I'm going to have my hands full, so I'm not in any rush to pick this up. Um, I would love to have an SNES classic, but I'm not going to pay over a sticker for these things. I feel you. Yeah. All right, well, enough of these pre-order nonsense. Uh, Space Combat is announced for Battlefront 2. This is kind of cool. This is basically bringing back how it used to be on PlayStation days. Um, Who wants to Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about this? I didn't get a chance to see this.
1: Well, as it sounds, Space Combat is now being on Battlefront 2. Okay, but what 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 chance can I I fly? Come on, man. Help me (laughs) out. Well, I mean... You can fly the classics such as an X-Wing or a <laughs> oh, Fighter. <laughs> Not many options. But uh, all jokes aside, it seems like uh, they went all out on this finally. Well, this is what people wanted in the first game, but they didn't fulfill either. The first uh, Battlefront was so vanilla and featureless that it was disappointing when they didn't even have any resemblance of uh, space combat in a sci-fi Space related game, uh, especially one that has the name Wars in the title. Um, But this one, damn! It doesn't look. It looks. It looks so good. (laughs) I don't know if you guys saw that trailer, but man, those graphics are so good, and I can't wait to just get into that. And I know that it's a specific mode too, where you don't have to play the ground combat part. You could just do straight uh, uh, space combat, and it looks like the mission structure is. It looks like Rush, where you uh, one side has to do something to progress in the, on the overall map, but it looks cool. It, it, kind of like you take down the space Harrier or and then the other team defends. It's uh, it's interesting and in how it comes out. I'm very excited to know that this second Battlefront is going to be finally feature complete, or at least feature content filled. So, looking forward to it. And it looks like there's like hero ships, I guess, where um, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, you can be the Millennium Falcon, or I don't even know what Yoda rolls in but he's in one too <laughs> for whatever reason <laughs> <a video. Yeah. laughs> i've this, never seen him in a spaceship
0: anymore is what yeah. i want to know james is uh is the controls going to be easy enough where a little kid can go into a Naboo Starfighter, go into space, survive thousands of ships, end up in a droid battleship, and randomly press buttons to take it out? Are the controls yes. going to be
1: that easy? Yes, <laughs> I promise you this, Ron. As you, as a li- you wanting to be that little kid, it will happen for you. you yes, can I game? be Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your Not dreams no is finally gonna come true,
2: James. On the. Uh, I guess, for the trailer, are you able to start off as a soldier, get in a, like, say, X-Wing or a Out, and then go into space? Or this,
1: this particular trailer didn't mention that. This is specifically for yes, the space definitely. combat mode. Um, but the regular co- on-foot stuff already has that. So this is just more of a reveal that there's actual legitimate space combat. Because in the regular other game and in this one, what they've shown is just... Uh, Uh, boots to ground combat combined with aerial combat, but not necessarily space combat. So that's still there, but now it's just like a full-on, big-scale war in space.
0: Cool. All right. Well, next up, we got a couple of uh, announcements for some fighting games, and first up is Dragon Ball Z Fighters. They confirmed a few new characters. Dragon Ball
2: Fighters Z. Sir. Uh, What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird title. Okay.
0: Uh. Fighter Z. Okay, Fighter Z. Uh, and here are characters that I never heard of and I don't know what they do. Super Saiyan Blue, Goku... <laughs> Saiyan! Super Saiyan. Super like, Saiyan Blue. I want to hear Goku, you announce these. Veg- Vegeta. Uh, Android number 16 and Android number 18. What is the difference between those two? You got it, Ron. You got it. you got it. You made it through.
2: Oh, man. So, Luke. Super Saiyan Blue, Goku, and Vegeta, basically, uh, once they, they power up, uh, they, you know... Uh, quote unquote, channel their chi, and like they release it, they go into Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of having in the original uh, Dragon Ball Z saga, it would be yellow haired. Uh... No, they still have the yellow hair. I'm sorry. Uh, this is where they, uh... ah, what was it? In the movie, like uh, they get like a, that's God mode. I'm sorry. That's like when they have their blue hair, they're like a, a Saiyan God mode. So they're like super OP'd. So what's gold? Uh, for both... What's oh. gold hair? Uh, it's Not different god power mark. levels. Oh, just another uh, sub god. <laughs> sub god. Sub god. No, angel mode. Yes. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> android 16 um, is basically just like the name implies. He's a uh, android. Basically, this guy's like really massively tall. He has a red headed mohawk. He's pretty cool. He was in the Cell Saga as well as Android 18, which is really cool with Android 18. She's the female character, the blonde haired girl. Um, she'll have some move sets that actually incorporate her uh, twin brother, Android Seventeen, and it looks pretty good, guys. I'm really hyped up. Uh, all the animations, like we mentioned before, looks like you know what they follow true to the manga slash anime. Yeah. This so game looks like
1: woo. best looking graphics of any yeah, fighter. Yeah. And even though I've I, I don't it. know
0: anything about Dragon Ball, like I want to pick this up. I'm interested
1: in it. it just looks so damn good. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So guys, much attention I to think,
2: I think today was the sign up for the beta, if I'm not mistaken. I signed They're... up. I
1: didn't get anything
0: back on the email though. Well, thank oh, you for well, getting thank us. No, thanks. You know for yeah, bro, thanks, bro. You know, for, uh, <laughs> yeah for the boat squad.
2: To, yeah, um, thanks.
0: you man. <laughs> you guys are the true fans. I don't even know what Dragon Ball. is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, know. Actually, it looks like you're the true fan. You're the yeah, first yeah, one to sign I up. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this, but I'm
2: gonna yeah. sign up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, next up is uh, this is like the second set of downloadable characters that are going to be announced for uh, Injustice It's going to be Raiden You'll know him from Mortal Kombat uh, mm. Black Manta <laughs> I don't know who that is, but apparently he is Aquaman's villain I've never heard of him mm. And then Hellboy So We were just talking about Hellboy, so this is kind of cool um, This will be included now that I spent my Ultimate yeah. Edition I bought that, that will be included mm-hmm. in my edition I'm excited about that so, uh, yeah. What do you guys think of these characters?
2: The trailer was uh, awesome.
0: Trailer was awesome. Waste of a character. I could later. do... Yeah, thank yeah. you. I could do <laughs> it without the Mortal Kombat. Like, one of them is fine, but come on now. Two? I yeah, know. exactly. Did
1: you went up people? Injustice? <laughs> <Two>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, looking forward to that. And that's going to be coming out soon um next up guys we're gonna breeze through this one quick because this game what? to me is never coming out oh, it is coming <laughs> out it is i have high hopes three it. mondo true fan is gonna be published by yeah, yeah, deep dude. silver um what more can you tell us about this did you see the trailer ron nope oh not man. coming out it does exist <laughs> yeah. i'll say that apparently he never moves <laughs> his so... facial expressions in the trailer that's what i remember yeah you saw it somewhere
2: It's so true to those, uh, like, the early 90s, late uh, 2000s, you know, character models. Uh, Hopefully they'll improve on that, but if not, if they're just going to keep it uh, as is, I'm okay with that for the nostalgia purpose. But I'm happy um, for this. They got a publisher. They got a trailer. It looks like, yes, it's going to be coming out. Unfortunately, it's going to be probably exclusive to the PS4, but they haven't, you know... uh, they're keeping up in mind that, you know, they, they might do a cla- platform yeah. uh, with maybe yeah. the uh, Xbox One X. Um, so here's hoping because if it comes out on PS4 first, I'm definitely going to pick this up, guys. I'm going to play the snot out of this. I did that with uh Shenmue 1, Shenmue 2. I'm a huge fan. I cannot wait for <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, I'm a, Yu Suzuki. I'm going I'm to
1: give you a hot take, guys. Yeah. I'm a, a very hot take. Yes. Shenmue 1 and 2. Are overrated. Oh, that was not a <gasps> hot take. That's not a. <laughs> that's not a. Well, that, not, not according to your fanboys. <laughs> You're overrated. When they this, everyone went like backflipping no, over that's this. Not a hot take. I'm like, do people have like rose-colored glasses? It's like, yeah, it wasn't that good back then. It just it, had good graphics. No, no. What that's to it. me,
0: it yes, it was the graphics, and that it had a very realized world, and it did feel like a legitimate Japanese neighborhood. So, and and that captured what it's like daily
1: life. So that it did feel like. But nah, man. The best part of that game was that virtual fighter arcade in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, or
0: or that's it. when it makes you feel like I got a legit job on the docks and I'm literally playing forklifts <laughs> for <laughs> days. <Do that> job. <laughs> it's a job simulator. <laughs> oh, job simulator. Oh man! That, oh, man. man. All, All right.
1: right.
0: <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, fear effect. Fear effects is going to be remade. <laughs> Did <actually> come out <laughs> right now, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's being reinvented, guys, where they're going to fix the camera angles and the atmosphere of the original title, uh, but it's going to be updated with enhanced visual, improved controls, and other additional features. I played this game on PS1. It Me was too. good. Uh, it did really I loved it. try to go for shock value with having, like, the the sexy Asian uh, heroine character. Um but it seems cool. I'm interested. She was Asian? Yeah. <laughs> How could you tell what this
1: polygon? back then? <laughs> that was the
0: whole thing.
1: I don't remember. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, back in the day, I have such fond memories of this. Because this was a good Resident Evil knockoff. Like, really good. It wasn't very like horror-themed. It was more like, I, I don't know, would you say cyberpunk? It was in the future. And it had a cool uh, gimmick in where it was... Like Resident Evil and controls that is tanky and it's uh, fixed cameras, but the background were pre rendered videos instead of pre rendered scenes like in Final Fantasy VII. It was like motion and stuff like that. So that was a cool thing for the time. I really, really loved it back in the day. I don't know if it hold, held up or holds up, but I would love to see a, a new take on that. Did you ever play the sequel with that lesbians? Um, I don't remember if I did. Um, but uh, uh, retro
2: helix.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. Is that called. what it was called? Yeah. But- to me, I'm not as interested in this as a remake. I wish it was sort of a, a new story,
2: um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mondo, are you interested? Uh very interested. I got to play this. I don't have too many uh, fond memories of this because, like, I, I was just playing too much Resident Evil at the time. And like James said, it was somewhat of a knockoff. So I thought, like, ah, eh, you know what? Let me give it a shot. What captured me was the associated graphics. Yes. So that's why I was like, hey, I was into that still am so uh yeah i'm very interested and i can't wait to see the uh the new take on a reinvented game all right next up is marvel vs. capcom this is infinite
0: it's the story trailer i chose not to watch this because i do want to buy this game and story is one of the few things it has going so i'm gonna be interested in this but uh i mean who's who's picking this up at this is what i want to know because this comes out pretty soon who's picking this up at launch
1: I think we're getting that right.
2: Yeah, we're getting. I'm oh. getting that. Okay.
1: All, all I can say is the story still looks stupid. stupid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so corny. I mean, I mean, it's. I uh, I'm still gonna play it and see how it turns out. But I mean, it it, it looks ridiculous. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't expect quality from 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 this. It's not gonna be in injustice quality for sure. But are you okay?
0: So did we confirm whether this is getting like a season pass or not? I, uh, don't I don't know. Good
1: question. No. Yeah. I just I just know if you pre-order, you get costumes, but that's it. I don't know. Yeah. So you might have to pick up those characters separately because there's
2: yeah, going to be DLC Capcom. characters. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to do the same thing with the oh, Street Fighter Five, Hopefully they don't implement that. Oh, here's a season pass for $30. You only get two characters. <laughs> here's a season two pass for 25 you get three characters. So wait a minute. I paid a lot more for two. <laughs> I paid less for three. What the hell?
0: Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to be coming out soon. Does anyone know the release date off the top
2: of their head? September, believe, was 13th, if I'm not mistaken. That is a week after Destiny, so that's a hard pass for me. Yep, it is a 13th. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, nope.
0: Yeah. Okay. Last on our agenda here, Path of Exile. Um, All this is... Basically to reveal that it has a release date and that's going to be August 24th. Uh correct me if I'm wrong, but this was the Diablo-style game. James, you played the demo of this or the beta and you were beta. extremely high on it. So August I think 24th. It would be too. That is coming up. Oh, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow recording.
1: Mm-hmm. Um that's going to be, Actually free might to be play. tonight. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it and okay, you then can I'll like, down it's that. free to play. I'm in. Six classes I I think you'll highly be impressed by what is uh, output from this free-to-play game i think it's a, h- a lot better than marvel heroes yeah
0: you know um, i'll play this for a few hours but speed of marvel heroes i've not because it's bad but i just forgot about it and you know and it's just like this one may uh, grab you a little bit more it's yeah. just way more polished uh, the combat's a lot better okay you'll see okay you'll see. Sounds good. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Please give us show feedback or maybe don't give us show feedback because no one leaves it anyway. So maybe you'll do the opposite of what I tell you guys. Pass don't for leave us show <laughs> feedback. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want <laughs> <it. I> to <laughs> see it. I don't care anymore. Nobody leaves it. <laughs> <Good. laughs> All right. Well, if you made it to the end of the show, we appreciate you listening. Very news heavy this week, but uh, I think we had a great show nonetheless.
2: So, hey, and correction, September 19th for, what? for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite.
0: Okay, okay.
2: September 19th. Hard pass, though. We'll be playing a lot of <laughs> Destiny <laughs> 2 by then. And James, be prepared, my friend. We, we are sp- going to be... Prepare yourself for <laughs> Destiny 2 yourself. discussions
1: and, be, and take the day no, off with us I, and everything. I'll be joining you and playing it. I'm just not going to commit to doing it as a job like you guys. So <laughs> I, I'll go through the story with it, but if it requires me to... Grind so much for the end game, just let me know when the next expansion comes so I can do that quick quick upgrade. Alright. So. <laughs> okay, well, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, like us on our Facebook
0: page and uh, easy operations QA at gmail.com for you not to send us any show feedback, guys. Okay don't send us anything. <laughs> okay, good night, guys. Peace out. Good night.